Last time on the podcast, we talked about having a heart change. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I suggest you back up, go to episode 10 and give it a listen. But I told you on that episode that today we're going to go over the Po-Po Principle. I love the Popo Principle. It's one of the keys to overcoming addiction. And we're going to talk about what that means and how to apply it today. I hope you got your heart and your mind ready because this is going to be a good episode. Are you just so tired of feeling broken? Do you wanna take a deep breath and know that everything's going to be okay? That even when you slip, you have something to fall back on? Listen. I see you. Welcome to the Broken to Bless podcast. Here you'll find answers as we shine a light on some of the deepest inner struggles and spiritual battles we face today. My mission is to help you build a strong foundation of faith, kick old mindset habits to the curb, and refocus on what really matters. Hi there, I'm Randy, a wife, a mom, and saved by grace. I've struggled with depression, anxiety, and addiction issues since forever. But after surrendering to God in 2020, my life did a 180. He gave me a new heart, a new purpose, and a new life. It didn't matter that I was broken, because I'm made whole with Him, and you can be too. It's never too late for us to be redeemed. God has a good plan for each of us and a path for restoration. So if you're ready to live by faith, Find peace, be present, and trust where your life is going, then listen up. It's time to let go of who you think you are and step into who God created you to be. Let's do this. What's up, y'all? So glad you're here. Today, I am very excited about this episode because we are going to be talking about the Popo Principle. Yep, it's called the Popo Principle. <laughs> biblical. Uh, My husband and I call it the Popo Principle because it is based off the put off, put on principle that is in the Bible. It's in Ephesians. We're going to be talking about that today and why it's so important that when we're dealing with an addiction or any kind of mental struggle that we put off and put on. And what does that mean? What does it mean to put off and put on? Well, I think the easiest way to talk about what that means is let's first get into the word. Let's get into Ephesians 4, 17 through 24. This is what this whole thing is based off of. And it's it's lengthy, but I wanted to give you some more um, context of it. I didn't want to just pluck the little verse out of um, this section. So this is instructions for Christian living. And I'm going to start in verse 17. Now this I say and testify in the Lord that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardness of heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity, But that is not the way you learned Christ, assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him, as the truth is in Jesus, to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self, 
created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. So the whole purpose of this section of the Bible is really just pointing out that we, our hearts, as I discussed in our last episode, you know, our hearts are wicked and they want to do, it wants to convince you to do the wrong thing. And in this passage, it's using the Gentiles as an example. It's saying, don't do as the Gentiles do. You know, they chase after all the wrong things. And as Christians, we need to be different. We need to be set apart. And to be set apart means that we don't follow as the world does. We don't do what other people do. And in this case, in this passage, it's saying that the people that are like the Gentiles they will never be able to experience the life that God has for them if they were to turn away. They won't be able to experience that because their hearts have been hardened and they are seeking pleasure in all the wrong things. And, you know, I say pleasure, but if you've been in an addiction for a long time, you might not even think of it as pleasurable anymore. It might be a severe, extreme pain for you every time you go back to your addiction. A lot of times we go and we do these things because we're trying to cover up a pain. There's a severe pain there and we are reaching for something that's going to take away that pain. But this passage is telling us that we need to put off those old ways. We need to abandon those old ways of thinking Because those ways of thinking have hardened our hearts. It's prevented us from really experiencing what God has for us. And if we are to walk with God, we need to put on our new self. We need to put aside the old and we need to embrace the new. And embracing the new means that we we need to start walking down a new path, right? So one of the things that I think people get hung up on when they decide, they get up, they make the decision. They're like, I'm not going to do this anymore. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe you've had a, um, a rock bottom of sorts and you've made the decision. You're like, you know what? I'm sick of this. I'm going to change. I'm going to change my life. What's the first thing you do? Most of us go, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go cold turkey. You know what? just going to go cold turkey. I'm just going to cut it all out. And as soon as I cut it all out, it'll go away. That's it. And I'll get, I'll be stronger. I will do it this time. I know this time I have the willpower to say no, because I will remember all of this crap that's been happening. And the truth is, is that we don't. (laughs) Unfortunately, we don't. You know, we we make intentions that we are going to get rid of the thing for good, but then give it a little time. And a lot, you know, a lot of times we're right back at it because we put off, but we didn't put on. We didn't put on anything new. We didn't put on something good that was going to replace the bad. So Here's a couple key points that I want to focus on today. You know, number one, put off, put on. We can't just do the first part. We can't just put off. We have to put on something new. 
And that means that we need to replace our habits, our things with godly things. You know, I'm guilty of this. I'm sure you probably are guilty of this. Many addicts, you know, we get to a point where we decide we're not going to do the one thing. So, for example, you might be like, you know, someone that does speed might be like, okay, well, I'm not going to do speed anymore, but I'm going to drink instead because I got to get off that other stuff, that other stuff that's too hard. It's too, it's messing up my brain. It's too much for my body, but I can't deal with 100% sober. So what I'm going to do instead is I'm just going to have a couple beers, you know, it's just to take the edge off. And then once I get through, you know, this detox, whatever, I'll be good to go, right? Then you trade one vice for another. You know, you're trading one addiction for another. Then you're drinking. And you're like, well, this isn't working out so well. But you know what? Maybe maybe I'll just smoke a joint. That'll be good. That'll take the edge off of this, you know, this addiction, this alcohol. It's starting to get to me. It's I'm, I'm starting to rely on it a little too much. I know I'm relying on it too much. So... You know, but I think if I just, you know, maybe just one joint after work, you know, just take my mind off of things and I'll be good, right? You know, we justify, okay? The point is, is that we justify trading one bad thing for another bad thing. And honestly, look, like I said, I'm guilty of that, okay? I have absolutely traded one addiction for another many times in my life. And we have to recognize when we're doing that. And the problem is, is that even though I put off some of these old things, I put on, it's, it's the same shirt, it's a different color. But we need to completely change a wardrobe, right? Fashion. Um, so how do we know what godly things that we can replace it with? I'm going to tell you, we won't know what those godly things are unless we are surrounding ourselves with good people, unless we're surrounding ourselves with the word, with God's word. It's people, places, and things. That's one of the basics of getting sober, cleaning up your life, and starting new, putting on a new life. It's not being around the same people, not doing the same things, and not going to the same places. That's a huge thing. That's a huge shift. So we're placing things with godly things. We need to be getting in his word and seeing how does God want me to live my life? What are things that God wants me to get rid of? And how can I start walking with him? How can I start to please him and do what he wants me to do, not what I want to do? And if you have a hard time with this, One of the things I highly, highly recommend, you sit down and you make a list of what are some things that I could do instead of, okay? And if you're having a hard time making that list, dude, reach out to a trusted Christian friend, someone that you know you can count on to help you make that list, a pastor, a pastor's wife, a friend from church, someone that you know is walking with God, someone that is where you want to be. And if you don't have someone like that in your life right now, I pray that you find that person. 
And if you can't find a person in real life, listen, I have a private membership for Broken or Blessed. And that's one of the things that I really, really want to see this community do is to help each other, help each other to lean on because we are in tough times. These are tough times. And if you don't have a community that you can count on, you're going to feel really alone and you are going to go back to what you always knew. We are meant as Christians, we are meant to help each other, to encourage each other, to lift each other up. So if you are interested in joining the private membership, I'm going to leave the link in the description. But any question you have, any question that you have, you can always drop that in the forum. I will personally respond to it. And I'm going to tell you, I might not always have the answer, but I will always try to point you in the right direction and help you in any way I can. The more that I can grow this community, the more that I can connect people so that we can help each other because this we cannot do this by ourselves you cannot fight your addiction by yourself you need to have a community I really really strongly encourage you to find a church in your local area that is that that for me is what helped me is finding the right people the right people that were willing to step up and say yeah you have a problem and and I'm I'm willing to fight for you I'm willing to be there for you but all the glory goes to God You know, it wasn't every time that I went to these people and said, I have a problem and I need help now. The people in my community, the people in my church, they stepped up in ways I've never seen people step up. And that's because they were doing it for God. That's because they had conviction. They knew that this is what God wanted them to do. We're supposed to lean on, on each other. We're supposed to help each other as Christians. And I think that's where society, they miss the whole point of what Christianity really means. We're supposed to love each other. We're supposed to love God more than anything. And we're supposed to help each other. So I'm getting all weepy and I don't want to be. <laughs> Listen, though, if you don't apply the Popo principle, you'll always go back to your addiction And you have to set things in place ahead of time as a safety net so that you can be successful, whatever that looks like to you. Otherwise, you're gambling with your life on the line. It's like, it's like if you just walked into the casino and you put everything on black, okay? The thing is, there are no winners. You're either going to lose everything that you have or you're going to become a slave, even more of a slave to your addiction. So 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. I fully believe that with all my being, y'all. I, I am a testimony that, it, that he is real. He is alive. But we have to take action. We have to take action and we have to trust that the Lord's going to get us through this. This is a tough time. And I get emotional today because I've been there. I know what you're going through. But we can't give up the fight. All right. We need to be strong. We need to be as strong in the Lord 
We need to put on the full armor of God and all the power of his might and stand. And I know that you can do this. If I can do it, you can do it. (laughs) So I want to recap and leave on a really good note, y'all. Okay, the whole point of today's episode is that we need to put off the old and put on the new. And that means that we need to be surrounding ourselves with good things, good people, and good places. And the best place that you can find all this instruction is going to be the Bible. It's going to be his word. Look in the New Testament. Okay, read Ephesians. Go through and see how does God want us to live our lives. And then start to think, what do I need to get rid of? What can I put off and what can I put on? That is the key of today's episode. And if you are having a hard time with this, there's plenty of places that you can reach out. If you don't feel comfortable joining the membership right now, I totally get it. Email me, randy, R-A-N-D-I, at brokentobless.com. I thank you so much for listening today. I pray that whatever you're going through today, that God brings you comfort and healing, and he shows you exactly what you need to do and the next step you need to take. Remember, God's not going to show us the whole picture. He's going to show us one thing at a time. But we need to be faithful that he's going to pull us through and that he knows what he's doing. He's already gone ahead of you. He's already gone ahead of you and he's taken care of it. But we have to trust that he's going to get us there. And that means that we're going to take one step at a time. So thank you so much for listening. I'll drop everything you need in the show notes. Please come visit me at brokentobless.com and I'll see you guys next time.